Let me I don't care about that. Hold on, let me talk. I don't care about the NFL. I mean, just because you're hollering and screaming don't mean you're right. It ain't hard to scream. I don't care about that. You're really talking louder than everybody else is. So you gonna let somebody else talk? You gonna let somebody else talk? trying to just give you all information so you know what you're talking about before i was just giving you a general tonight what happened man so basically there was a post i don't remember what the post was i think it was something about rappers dying or whatever it's a dangerous thing whatever right. and the army some guy in the army commented like well how the being in the army is more dangerous in comparison to being a rapper and then um jim commented like no that on the contrary it's different like this is like a real life thing. Like I'm losing. You're going to the army. And you're fighting people you don't know, and you're losing people that you don't necessarily know in that sense. Here I'm in the trenches. I'm losing people that I know that I like on a day to day basis. I don't know what could happen to me. And then Joe Budden and um, Remy Ma added on to the point of like just being black in general in America. All the trauma and PTSD and all that. It's kind of the same thing. It's like you're living a war every day of your life. The whole your whole life you're living in war when you're black, but you're in the army. You go there for a certain period of time and that's it. You're done, but it doesn't end for us. And that's what he was trying to like tell this army guy because the army guy was looking at it from like a singular point. Like this is some like some <coughs> music stuff, but it's not. You got kids in the hood with guns and like worried about like the simplest thing is like this. You go to the movie theater, right? You think like it's it's all good, but bringing it back to Jay Z, he wouldn't go to movie theaters because the paranoia of somebody being in one place for two hours or whatever, mm -hmm. somebody could get somebody can catch you lacking. Right, because well, well, go ahead, yeah. And that that mindset is not just Jay Z. That's a lot of people right. in that area because you you think you go somewhere, you're in one position, you're basically vulnerable, so you can't really do that. You can't actually enjoy you can't really en always enjoy your life because you always got to be on the go or people in LA they don't stop at red lights right they they always they always make sure they can turn somewhere if they don't if they can't turn they're not going they're not going to stop at traffic lights because you can get that could be a drive-by that paranoia who thinks that that way a white person's not going to think like what do you mean we can take this the local route so I, I think that was an interesting thing to bring up because some people who are not from it don't understand it yeah, I don't know if it's about being a rapper, but being a black person in America, I like that aspect yeah. or whatever. Well, I think the post was the rapper. Because, yeah. you know, that post with Pop Smoke, you know, and then, like, rappers yeah. are chiming in yeah. saying, like, um, it's more dangerous to be a rapper these days or uh, why you want to be in a game. And yeah. then the Army guy. Yeah, I don't really know about that. I don't really, I don't really agree with that statement. Mm -hmm. But the black, yeah. uh, only, only because rappers these days are more manufactured and, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of them, um, especially because you know, and and kudos to them, but because a lot of them like grow up in these days like good neighborhoods and good places, mm -hmm. and get a beat machine, make a song, and they be you know on or whatever right. like that. They're not Wu Tang in the freaking project somewhere mm -hmm. in Staten Island on the streets rapping to each other no more and getting the deal. Mm -hmm. So it's like I wouldn't necessarily say being a rapper these days, but I would yeah. say that 
I think the general consensus they were doing is like Joe Budden and, and most people in the game were talking about like gangster rappers, and this guy was just talking about like the rap game in general. Yeah, because you know, like like a like like back in the day, like you know those stuff that was. Like it wasn't just for radio; they was real beef or whatever like right. that. Like you know, like 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 the Fifty and Ja Rule. That was real life. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. they like really fought and really in the hotel. <laughs> yeah, had a lot of stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um, Styles and Jada. They'll tell you when they saw a freeway in them and 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 the. In the Caribbean somewhere, they really tried to yeah. jump them. Like it was real beef. Like it wasn't like, like you know, now so much where it's more. You know, Drake wasn't running up on Meek Mill or not like mm-hmm. that. His crew, even though they had a, a, a rap battle stuff yeah. like that. Like it's a it's a little different. But I will say that you know the more gangster ones like Nipsey, who he was, and, mm-hmm. and uh, other people. And I guess the general consensus is that if you're on, you can't even really be in a limelight like that. And they say go nowhere with somebody. Find out where you were, and you can take that back to even like remember the kid um a couple years ago who got killed in the Applebee's on um oh yeah Lawrence right yeah and how they found out somebody called and called the guy he was beefing with and said yo he ain't here on a date yeah or whatever like that same thing you saying he can't even go nowhere and be there for a little bit of time Mm -hmm. without somebody running up on him and stuff like that and whatnot and people and people from that world. I mean, people from outside of that world are going to think, oh, now I can't go to the Applebee's. Right. But that is not going to happen. That's like a rare occasion. That's just because this person came for a specific reason, and they wanted to get this person, and that's it. Yeah, and walked out. He and shot then him after that, there was nothing ever that happened again. He didn't, shoot, he didn't shoot up the Applebee's. No, he just shot that one person. Yeah. But people were thinking, like, damn, I can't go there no more. Yeah. Because they're not from that element. But it's just like there was a reason for it. And it's just like it's kind of like a stupid thing because – it's just like the premise of all of it, but it's just like how people just don't understand how there's two different worlds Yeah. when it comes to that. And then somebody from the outside approach like that guy in the military would say this, and then you have someone like Jim Jones chime in where like it's a different thing. Well, you know, everybody don't know what your life like until they walk in your shoes. You know, right. That's the big thing. Any that's the American on that? way. On that, Josh, while we talking about that? Well, in terms of st- statistics, Jim Jones is certainly correct because even if we look at that micro niche of rappers who have died versus with all due respect soldiers all over the world and what's the rate so similar to my guy Mr. J it's all part of the plan if a if armies you know people in the army get killed unfortunately it's not a big deal same thing with us right as you guys articulated Yet none of those people are making the connection that we're both suffering in that way. Right. So that's why I'm just over here. I get to be Tony Stark Jr. I'm just observing. <laughs> you get to be Tony. Oh, yeah, this I did. By the way, see the uh, video of your review. What was it, Invisible Man? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? It was good. Cause at first I'm like, damn, Mike, you got all the animation. Cause I saw Mike and I was like, damn, I'm like, damn, Mike started a podcast already. Okay. Saw a little. <laughs> Video and the little <laughs> promo things in there, and I'm like, damn, when you learn all this? <laughs> and I saw because I didn't recognize Anne at first, and I was like, oh, okay, there he is. Oh, that's why it's his. Because <laughs> I didn't, because I was like, damn, Mike, you did all this in a day, you wasn't playing. Okay, I, I was like, I'm thinking you got, um, what's the guy you always watch, the comedian? Um, came on stage. Yeah, I'm thinking you bought the program. I was like, damn, you just you really apply this. It's like, this well, is your fast lane. <laughs> I mean, sort of, kind of, though, because it's not. So we we've already started our YouTube channel, right? Big Mike and Little Ant, 
or whatever. And we're going to be doing more and more reviews of a tons mm-hmm. and tons of different things. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of ideas, you know, in the works and stuff like that. That was our first review. But, you know, we we put it out there and we, um, you know, you can see we kind of edited it good. We were coming mm-hmm. to theater and, you know, I gave the more of a full context of the movie. And he gave his, you know, his part, stuff like that. Right. And kudos to Josh who kind of pushed the whole Big Mike and Little Ant thing to go on. And um, I think it'd be big. What do you think? I think this will be time to illustrate your storytelling abilities, especially with the the movie, right? Right. So maybe going going into the film, based upon the trailer, have a conversation with Tony, little aunt, yeah, about the trailer, then show y'all riding in the car, walking into the film, right, sitting to see getting the snacks, little product endorsement there, you know, just food for thought, right, 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 right to the point where it's respectful to turn your phone off, right. Sending that message as well. You can even put a little ad in there too. Like you know, you know, guys, as moviegoers, we would really appreciate it if you would turn the phone down, put it on silent, whatever. Right. And then now the movie industry is like, oh sh. Right. I need to. We need to partner with them. Right. And then after you go in, and then like you said, go out. Maybe add that idea I had about interviewing people right after, and then going back to either of your houses to have the post podcast review. Spoiler free and then spoiler. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's okay. The interviewing thing is a good idea. Tony, think about that. I think we're gonna um, remember that was Tony's idea. Yeah, I think we're gonna save the uh, spoiler reviews for the bigger movies. I think that works out better. Kind of like when you and I did the Star Wars review oh, yeah. and whatnot and stuff like that. So it made for like a lot of different things. That was a great review we did because we we're going back and forth about it. So do you think Invisible Man has the ability to get like big status, especially since? Yeah, the coronavirus. So all the other movie stats is going to load there. James well, Bond already um, pushed it back. Well, Jason Bloom from Bloomhouse, Bloomhouse created Invisible Man, and they're doing their, their things right. Bloomhouse because they've been um, killing lately. So Bloomhouse um, only made that movie for seven million dollars. Uh, Invisible Man. It made fifty million almost open a weekend alone. Wow. And whatnot. So he's got this formula where he's making using uh, a lower uh, profit to make these um, kind of thriller. Or, or scary movies. Just like Saul in yeah. their business model. Right. And he's turning off everything to profit because you're making $7 million. Uh, okay. Because we're in behind the scenes with Miguel, uh, just remember we need to speak directly I'm sorry. into our so every I'm looking at you, right? I, I, guess, I guess I did miss you. No, like real talk? I know. Yeah, I got you. Because of the mics. Yeah. So y'all, it's literally the Breakfast Club mics. Gotcha. So yeah. So everything's... um. A profit because you're paying so little to actually make the movie. So I think it's dope. And if you you should go see it. I've actually had and the thing about our reviews is I've actually had people say I want to go see it now because of the review already. So uh, um, I think you said it, John. Life in the fast lane. Yeah, because I mean I, I still need you to elaborate a little bit more on the movie a little bit. Yeah, and okay. So one thing I did because my first one on, on film was I do elaborate a little bit more on the on the on the movie. Mm-hmm. What I can do here, this is this is a new year radio, so we get our own review for the movie. Yeah. So I can do that now. But um and uh but uh you know what I'll spoil in it. So um the movie. So what, what do you want to know? S- I mean, because at first I thought it was like some like uh romance. No, it's nothing to do with romance. Like Invisible it, Man. I'm like, what is nah, this? Nah, it's like? more of a uh, Invisible <laughs> Man is a a long story IP, right? Uh-huh. Like uh The Wolf Man or Frankenstein or Is that also universal? Also universal, right? It's a universal character, 
but produced by Blumhouse. So they were saying they wanted to make the Avengers version of all of them. So like Dracula, mm-hmm. uh, right. Tom Cruise is the new mummy. Right, mm-hmm. right, So this exactly. is just adding to the to the universe. Uh, the, right. the MonsterVerse, is that what Monsterverse, they called it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So is this so, like a sci-fi Sci-fi thriller, thriller okay. um, horror film, I would okay. say. But more horror aspects because mm-hmm. of what he does. But it's a lot of sci-fi because... He didn't become Invisible Man by drinking some magic juice. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's a 2020 take on it to where like he used science to be able to make a suit to be able to be invisible, right? So that's more realistic. Somebody probably could actually do that, you know, if they had the right technology, cloaking technology, right? Exactly. So uh, more realistic. But anyway, um, so I, so I'll go more deeper into the plot for you. So basically. Right. Um, it was this woman, uh, his, uh, his, uh, I guess his, no, his only girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, she never actually married him, but um, she was living with him. Apparently, he was very abusive, and she found a way to sneak away from him. Mm-hmm. And once he got away, uh, she was living with her sister's friend, and come to find out that uh, she got a letter saying the guy had died mm-hmm. or whatever like that. So, of course, she didn't believe it, but then he left her, like, a whole bunch of money, you know, contingent on the fact that she stays sane and has no criminal activity. She'll get this money, $100,000 every month, up to $5 million, right? Because the guy was well off and stuff like that, even though it was only the girlfriend. So, is that why there was a part where people didn't believe that he was still alive or something and she, cause she knew because I saw she was pouring paint on him? And then... From right, she, so people didn't believe that... He was still alive because um, he pretty much is a genius, so he was able to figure out how to fake his own death. Spoiler alert. I'm going to give a spoiler alert here. Mm-hmm. Fake his own death. And by doing that, he had pictures and stuff like that, which were, you know, doctor. Also, his brother was his lawyer and a lawyer. So he was the one who presented the the paperwork about the money, and he was kind of, you know, he, he kind of had, he said, my brother's ashes are right there and stuff like that. He's obviously dead, blah, blah, blah. But nobody believed her. So he kept doing little stuff to mess with her at first, which was funny throughout the movie. You'll see. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he turned it up a little more and more until finally um, she realized that he really was there. Mm-hmm. And she smartly called his cell phone, and it was ringing in her house and whatnot. And she found it and and so on and so forth, hijinks and mm-hmm. chases. and But eventually... I'm sorry, you said he was a genius? Yeah. Well, this phone thing was stupid. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> Whatever. But Maybe that was the inside joke from the movie community to the people in the crowd. Turn your phone off. Right, right, right. That feels pretty good, actually. So, anyway, um, uh, but eventually, um, because people didn't believe her, of course, it questioned her sanity, right? And then um, he winds up somehow framing her for a murder, and whatnot, which I won't give that up. That's a huge spoiler. But for a murder. So now she um, has criminal activity, and she's she keeps saying it was it was him, and nobody could see him. So they're like, what are you talking about? So now she's considered insane. So the money she would have got is now revoked because it was contingent upon her sanity and no criminal activity. So basically he giveth and he taketh away. You know, right away or whatever, just to mess with her even more. Um, and then he threatens to kill somebody that she actually does love, and she has to come kind of, you know, save the day. So it's a good movie. The sister's okay. Aldous Hodge, um, he's the, the black guy in the movie that she wound up living with and mm-hmm. whatnot, his daughter. So they do have, you know, some black people in there. I don't know if you know him. He was in um, that, that show Underground that was on uh, for a few seasons and stuff like that. And? 
and what? Really? Oh, he's um, he's also uh, MC Ren and um, and uh. Oh, that's him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, okay. and uh, what, 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 straight out of Compton and whatnot. Yeah, and okay. the show Leverage. And the sh- I never actually watched Leverage, but he was on Leverage. You're right about that. That was a combination of Catch Me If You Can and Ocean's Eleven. I loved it. Okay. All right. Yeah, he was on that. That's why you know his name, huh? Okay. Gotcha. Uh, but he's become a really good actor, actually. So, um, over. And he, uh, I would say, came to prominence in The Walking Dead and then Jack Reacher, too. Yeah. So, with that, sh- with the movie entire budget being $7 million, like, I'm wondering what each actor got and stuff like that. But also, like, if they have great agents, all back end. That would have been that, that would have been smart because they, they they do do well, you know, with those type of movies. And then Elizabeth Moss, of course, is the star of the movie, and she's on um, The Handmaid's Tale and stuff like that. So. Peggy Olsen and Mad Men. That's really the only show on AMC I'll ever watch. I'm not gonna watch Breaking Bad. It's just you know. I got you. <laughs> yeah, she was on Mad Men, and now she does a great job on The Handmaid's Tale. Anyway, John, go see. It. It's a good movie. <laughs> I would not steer you wrong. Oh, no, but that's it, really, first... it looked interesting because I really thought it was some sort of chick flick from not the way at all. it sounded and visible no, man and the girl with the blonde it's, hair. It's so I never paid attention to it. Then I'm looking at your review, at your review, and I'm like, "What? What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, "Whoa, whoa, this don't even make no sense." Yeah, it was a thriller, and actually, uh, uh, Tony's wife Sandy, she was there too. Actually, so. oh, that was okay. I had yeah. She was the one recording. Yes, she was. She was. And speaking of someone else's wife, we actually have some wonderful content coming our way courtesy of Kamisha right yeah so um, this is all behind the scenes stuff and whatnot. so with this a new you radio um, that we've been doing now for uh, about 11 shows right uh, four or five months and stuff like that uh, obviously the new you title we get from our barbershop uh, shout out to Jazzo shout out to Jazzo uh, and and Pucho. Rory Tudo. Yes. Ev, right? Yeah, all of them, yeah. Uh, Pucho, who does not want to be recorded without his permission. It's a little Josh that, you know. But um, mm-hmm. but uh, anyway, so uh, I was at the barbershop last week, you know, getting my hair cut. A commission walked in. And, uh, you know, Jazz at the time was like, yeah, tell him what you have uh, been telling me. So apparently, Kamisha had been telling Jazz stuff about our show. Um. For a while, but Jazz never repeats it apparently. So I guess whatever she felt moving forward, you know, Jazz in his own world. So he just like I, I don't really care, you know, you know, e- either way. So <laughs> so she uh she talked to me. So it was all it was about the show and about the page and whatnot. So you know, it's about the person who uh controls the page over here. And um and also our content. So about the show, right? She was saying that um, you know, uh, why don't so if it's a new you radio, a new you barbershop, basically, she was saying we need to tie in a new you more. Which I understand that coming from the fact of they are the business owners and we're using their name, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, why don't we, you know, interview? more people about why they come to a new you and why they've been here so long or why do they stick around and mm-hmm. whatnot or what they like about their haircuts or 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 things like that or whatever and you know have more stuff about the kids that come to a new you mm-hmm. and what they're doing in their lives and who's going to college and 
and, and what they're doing um, and stuff of that nature. Okay. And less of, I guess, some of the quote-unquote fluff that we do, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, talk about, I guess, um, you know, a little bit. And then with the page, um, she was saying, like, supposed to be a New Year radio, mm-hmm. but there's no post of any haircuts on there. Um, Wait, really? I mean, that's what she said, yeah. Yeah. I mean, can we all just check? Yeah, I mean, that's something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. And that, why don't we post more often people, you know, haircuts, stuff like that, or or stuff from the barbershop. Now, f- directly from the barbershop, I agree. Yeah. But at the same time, I think the whole, the inception of the idea was for us to record in the actual shop. But I, I was outranked on that, and I respectfully let it. I like I let it go. I agree, and I and I've said that multiple times. I I can agree, which um um which brings me full circle, right? Because as a group, we got to really figure out what we want to do, you know, moving forward. Because I think Josh's idea was a good idea to record in the actual shop because then you get patrons who feel like they're a part of the show as well. And then you can do those kind of interviews she's talking about and stuff like that, um, you know, you know, with people to the side and stuff like that. But because that seems to be, you know, very, very hard. And even the harder thing is to get people to come to do an interview when we do our show, you know, with time and stuff like that we got to really think about is using this title benefiting us in any way because the thing of it is is that if the other part of it was it's for like it's in order to gain more followers especially with the new you people in the new you got to hear it well jazz not going to play it age is not going to not going time and we're only there but once a week for a few hours mm-hmm. so every time i'm there i can say i get more followers just by me saying yo I got a podcast, um, it's called New Year Radio, and boom, I got somebody's number, I'll send them the link, I get more followers. But I'm only there but once a week, mm-hmm. so it's only so much that each of us can do. So if Jazz is not going to play the show, if Jazz is not going to promote the show, right, and that's no knock on Jazz, Jazz is busy, it's yeah. not really, you know, his and, thing. And I mean extra busy. Right, extra busy, right? So if he's not going to take the time to make sure we, he plays the show or promote the show or even put something out there about the show, then we're not benefiting using the, 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 the barbershop at all. Which is why it was my suggestion to record in the shop because we can do all that at the same time. This is true. However, I still think, well, I mean, was that going to work for us? Then we have a lot of problems with that or, or issues, especially with us doing like uh, – a topic generated type of show and whatnot. I mean, it really does depend. And plus, you get like different patrons every week. I mean, I guess that's not. Well, imagine like this. Think of it like a uh, not like a game show, but like a like a show that with different hosts in the audience, right? Right. So think about like the the barbershop is the stage, and we're in the audience at different points in the shop, different locations in the shop with microphones. If people are there, right. I mean that's that's one option, yeah. Or we could all be at the uh, the desk area. That's another option, right? Um, could be at the couch, depending on what night it is. That's also an option because I'm just saying overall, between us not getting any promotion from the barbershop, 
we're not getting the listeners that we want to from it. And then we got listeners outside of the barbershop who are wondering, why you guys calling New Year Radio? I understand. Who's jazz? What, what's going on with this barbershop thing? Or whatever. It doesn't make any sense to people, really. And that's fair. Yeah. So, um, and then um, at the same time, you know, we got to make sure that we, we, we essentially gave ourselves bosses unknowingly, right? Because we can't post what we want to because, you know, they might have a problem with it, either Jazz or Kamisha. Or we can't, we got to, like, make sure we're doing certain things for the show because they want us to be on there because it's their name of the barbershop. So we essentially gave ourselves a boss, which we don't really need to have. So at the end of the day, we really got to think about, um, uh, you know, what we want to do moving forward. That's what I want to talk about because is it beneficial to us or not. The show could be called Three Black Guys. It doesn't really matter what the show is called, to be honest with you, and stuff like that. Like, people still like the show and, and want to hear it. But, um, you know, like, even this, like, Jazz has all these all these things for however long. Kamisha been telling him, but he ain't even mentioned it. I'm there every week or whatever like that. So it's like, I'm not, you know, he's not, he's not helping me in that, and in, in, you know, in that way, because some of the stuff could have been beneficial. Who knows and whatnot. So I need you, I need us to think about this. I mean, I don't know, you know, you got any thoughts about it or? Um, my thing is, I mean, I just like, I like that idea of you know promoting jazz and promoting the shop, and you know just giving more accolades to what jazz and Pucho and Roy provide to the community. Um, but I also see the other point where it kind of doesn't like benefit like the show per se, because, you know, with jazz being so busy and, you know, Pucho is, doesn't like being in the public. And then Roy, I mean, he might not care here and there, but depending on the subject line, you know, it's like a hit or miss. Right. So it's just like, what do we do to incorporate that? But then also we have like other things we want to promote and we have a bigger agenda. And then like with the page and trying to draw more of a, uh, a, a social media gathering, we have to post certain things to get people to want to draw onto our page, which may offend some people right. in the shop. <laughs> right. As we had in the past. <laughs> And right. I, I get that, and I, I he get. Said, I mean, that's a he said, he said verbatim, he was like, "Yo, I'm tired of Kamisha telling me like, call Josh, <laughs> tell him to take this down and stuff like that, whatever." He said, and somebody stopped calling him. I got tired of hearing about it and stuff like that, or whatever. So, I mean, to be fair, the only content I post is from what's in our group chat. It's true. Yeah, yeah. it's not really you personally. I guess because you you, you put it. But there. you know, <laughs> I, but but consciously, it was to have content that associated with barbershop talk. With men. Right. It's entirely designed around that. And this is our show. I think the biggest thing with that is, um, I think a lot of people, or maybe some people, not to put people put it out there, I think a lot of people tend to, uh, being in a barbershop is just their escape from their lives. Yes. Whatever it's their kids, mostly their wives, job. girlfriend, job, whatever it is. Mm-hmm they feel free in there. It's kind of like their stage. Yes. And if that stage gets exposed, it's kind of like the first time you take in public speaking. You're nervous. You don't know how to gauge the crowd. 
you you don't know you don't want to say you don't feel as comfortable as is if it was just you know the 10 or 15 people in the four walls in the a new you barbershop or whatever and you feel comfortable just talking to those people but if somebody else chimes in that you don't know or you may feel like you may get backlash because they don't know who you are you're going to feel less likely to want to engage in those topics even though it's maybe spoken freely yesterday but somebody who wasn't there yesterday looks at it you're going to not be as like yeah you're going to feel weird the indifferent idea is that a person might not be um open to speak if they know they're you know being heard as far as like uh like recorded wise as they would be if they if they weren't be in the barbershop right but in all fairness that point is obvious right so do you just go at specific times so if you know, like during this time during the week, this will be the new you radio hour, two hours or three right, hours right, a right, night. Right, right, right. But that doesn't change the thing. A person, somebody I want to speak when they're there. I'm not gonna have any time, I guess. But yeah. right, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean I agree with that. And depending on the night and the schedule, sometimes it'll literally be only us in there. This is this is what I'm like. I don't understand the confusion here. Well, it's not really confusion. I think the 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 issue is that we're using a name that we're not. It's going twofold. We're not really benefiting from it right now, and we're also not really promoting it the way it should be promoted because we're not interviewing people who get haircuts there. We're not, um, you know. I mean, talking we did, about we did talk to Cave. Yeah, we talked to Cave. We talked to Jazz, uh, Kaisha. Talked to Jazz Kaisha. We had to, uh, we talked about the Kev. new you health. We had Kev on here. Um, and it's really just scheduling. And y'all know more to people than I do, so it's really you know what they, you know when to tell them when we record. I think the thing that we should do is maybe, even if we, chime away from, the name, I think we should do like, even if it's like like a sponsorship thing, because because at the end of the day, this this whole the premise I did was just to promote jazz and what he does for the community and what everybody does in the shop and i think that's a great idea and um but i also think maybe we shouldn't use all of that all of what jazz and pucho and roy have in that shop on the show just because when we do that we're limited on being free that's my problem we can't really be free like because jazz or kamisha and shout out to them i love them both but they can say, yo, I don't really want you to talk about that. Or I don't really want you to post that. Or, I don't really want that. Like I said, we essentially gave ourselves a boss, you know, for, 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 for no reason overall. And I think we can still promote jazz as our friend and as our barber and even a shop without having a show called that, I guess, and whatnot. And we can still kind of – we can still even do a, a location show at the barber shop or whatever. That's fine too. But, I mean – I'm with him. I feel like that you can't be as free as you kind of want to be, and the and the and the, and the trade off I felt like is not happening because if Jazz was like, "Yo, every time that show pops up, and boom, he plays it," we can get there's all these like daytime people we don't even know who goes to the shop. They probably haven't even heard the show because we're not there, right? Or or whoever. So it's like. If, if that's not going to happen, and I, I know Jazz never going to do it, and I'm not, it's, I'm, I'm okay with that, but it's not really giving us the benefits that that I, I feel like we can we can get on that. So, 
that's just my thoughts on the whole thing. I mean, it was after really when Kamisha stopped me when I was really like, you know, I I had to really think about all of it and what are we, you know, what are we, what are we doing? And because essentially, like, it came to me like we almost need like topic approval before we could put it out there a little bit. Like, not yeah. that she said that, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I almost feel like if I say this and they or she heard it, would it be okay? And I don't want to be under that. Yeah, and I I, I, I kind of felt that when you know one of us had backlash for a post, and I rem- I remember I, I I was I remember I actually thought about it one day, and I was like, damn, that was funny. But then I'm like, okay, there's gonna be things where that's gonna be even crazier than that that we have to talk about just because everybody's talking about it. And we can't <laughs> because right. it's going to look bad on them or somebody's going to look at it and be like, oh, and not really understand the gauge of how social media is. Right. And um, I thought, like, what were we going to do? We're just going to, like, dance around it? Are we going to give a Gail King approach to it? Uh, and then get Oprah? And then wow. get Oprah. <laughs> yeah. And then one of us is going to fall or something. Mike. But <laughs> like, I... I, I thought about that. It's just like that's kind of scary because you get limited to. Yeah, because that was very prevalent. What he was talking about that was about that was about the girls getting kidnapped. I remember that right when I told you to take that down, and um, that was that was going on very heavily at that time. Yeah, I didn't that I didn't really understand because it was a girl who experienced it, right, and who's explaining how to avoid it, right, and showing what happened and what she got out of it, and that. You know, it's just some people are just sensitive to that, which you got to respect. But it's just like we have to create awareness, even yeah. if, even though. And that's the, oh, that's what. I, okay, so could I try to come on back to me now? So she was just saying that you know you got to look at a new you, and I guess they want to, and I get that because they're a business, right? So they want to service everybody, all cultures, right? Black, white, Spanish whoever and whatnot as a business and they feel like some of our topics and posts are more just pro-black and we kind of like maybe look at like we're, we're looking like we're coming down on, on the white culture and stuff like that where they're looking like what if a white person want, let me finish wants to say i want to come here but if they heard this show or seen this post they're gonna say well i don't really like white people and whatnot and that's really there but did we ever say that I don't think we ever actually say that. And then we have a, a show about interracial dating. dating where we all said that we have and we'll do it again. We definitely did. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But you see where they're coming from, right? So yeah, I, I I get the I no, get. No, I completely understand. And I had this conversation with Kamisha in front of Jazz. Right. So that and it was her suggestion, which I follow, is a great suggestion to change it from a barbershop, but more to like. And John saw what I was trying to do with in terms of gaining followers. Right. And the thing with the New You Radio, that's why I strongly suggested in the beginning New You Radio, because then we can actually have different shows, just like a radio station. You can have a salon show just for the ladies. You can have a show about promoting people in the actual shop. (coughs) And we can just actually have our own show, like you said, talking about the guy stuff in the barbershop that people, what was my man's name that I saw in the hat with the red hat when I was there? Wait, which? uh, When I was there last, before I left. Isaiah? Is that his name? The the black the dark dark skin dude? Oh wait, wait. Tall? But you were there. I know, I'm trying to think. Um wait, we're he was in a red hat. He was sitting next to you? Dark skin? 
Yeah, he's high. Oh, yeah, you know he's high, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is high. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wants to come on actually uh, at some point. But, but this, but this but is what that, I'm saying. A lot of people want to come on, but they just have to come on. <laughs> it's scheduling conflict. But it's that. I also think it's that. But then that's like his eye is young, younger. He's yeah. younger than me. Yeah, yeah. And that's I'm, from a different. Oh no, I'm not talking about him. Okay, then never mind then. Okay. Oh, he might be older than you. White hat. It was a red hat. I think so. Right. How, what do he look like? Is that the guy from London, right? No, no, no. You're talking about a Mecca, not a Mecca. Are you talking about? Um, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? What about him? He was in the chair when Jack, when Jazz. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. What about him? What are you saying? But people want to come on. Oh yeah, he wants to come on definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. Overall, she she said one last thing to me, and this the kind of thing that kind of made me like, all right, maybe we need to switch it up. When she said, when we do our topics and when we post the question we should ask ourselves is would jazz do this before we do it and that kind of made me feel like well I'm jazz not, is not gonna do a lot jazz is not gonna do a lot of things we would do yeah so then that, <laughs> but that's including starting the instagram page this is true right this is true overall so when she said that i'm like i can't live like this i mean me personally i just can't you know, for like, like a, well, as a person who enjoys coloring outside of the lines, you, you know, let's say, right, I still feel like it's required. I, and in all fairness to Jazz and Kamisha, I literally asked Jazz to, to get Kamisha to listen to be our quality control expert. Yeah, she did say though, she's heard, she hasn't really heard full shows and, you know, and she's heard some here and there. So, in fairness to us, it's not really a overall like, um, uh, you know, giving us a letting us know exactly what she thinks because she hasn't really heard it all throughout and whatnot. But what she's heard, she just felt like you know it's kind of more pro blackish and that we can do more towards the shop and yada yada yada. This and that. Well, I could definitely say we're not pro black, other than that one episode we had, which was a little crazy. Uh, <laughs> what episode was that? I don't know, was episode four when, when Jazz and... Um, oh, so the interracial dating. Yeah, that episode. Unless she heard that episode, and I'm assuming that's the episode she may have heard. Possibly because we never we never really speak on pro-black. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we actually speak on pro-black, but I think people can tell if you hear this show that, you know, we talk about, you know, injustice with police or... Mm -hmm different things we always see in our culture. I think you can mm -hmm. you can feel like we're black guys who are proud of our culture. What's nothing wrong with that. And that's fair, but with the current agenda, you have other cultures also talking about the same things, this which is, could be perceived as cultural appropriation. This is true as well. Um, and at the end of the day, this with the theme for the actual Instagram page, the topics that we're coming up with are literally being conjured from the barbershop itself. I agree. I mean, with that, I, I think that since it is a New Year radio, I mean, and I don't know if Jazz will do this either, but maybe he could send you two or three haircuts a week to post or whatever like that or something like that. You know what I mean? So that way it can be focused on the barbershop like she's talking about. And when I, Again, you're not there. So you can't take these pictures. We're not there. You know what I mean? So it's hard for us to, 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 to do these interviews or – 
or, or or whatever it is, you know, is concerned. So it's a little bit different. And I mean, let's be completely transparent. We definitely want to get in a position where it can generate revenue for the shop. That's one of the goals. Yeah. Yeah. And part of that journey is doing these things but out of our comfort zone. at the same zone. time, if we're not, if we got people who are the owners or essentially the partners mm-hmm. who are not invested as we are, then I feel like we're wasting our time and whatnot. Like, Jazz can care less if this podcast goes on or not. He maybe has heard half a part of one episode, right? And this is a podcast with the name of his barbershop on the front of it, right? And... He never sees the page. He only gets calls about it, right? He never, he never seen a page before ever. He only gets calls from Billy or Kamisha, right, uh, about, about about the page and stuff like that. So I'm like, if the people who have the name are not invested, why are we putting so much into generating income for them and whatnot? It's my is my issue, you know, overall. Because if he was a person like, yo, I can help you. I'll play this in the shop. You know, people will listen, especially if he um, endorses it and stuff like that. Or, you know, just tell people as they're, as they're getting in a chair coming out, yo, we got a podcast. and you Like, he does it to me all the time with just random stuff or whatever. So I can see him promoting so it. is there any reason why he's not doing it to the podcast now? Because you literally said he could do it, but the, it's like you, like you said. So that that's I guess that's my question. Why is he not doing it? Because I thought he was. Um, I mean, he's maybe told, you know, he told Kev because Kev did the, 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 the health thing. So obviously he told Kev about it, but he's told maybe 10 or 15 people, maybe I'm going to say, but there's so many people that I'm there with, I'm there with them waiting for jazz and they hear about it for the first time from me. So they go to him every week. They should have already heard it before I got there. You know, like I said, I ask someone or two at least every week, you know, as a follower um, or a listener. And even if he's going to do that, he might just say, yo, check it out. But I'm a person who's going to say, yo, you got Spotify, you got Podbean, um, let me send you the link. Let me do this and that. This stuff he's definitely not going to do, <laughs> whatever like that. See what I'm saying? So it's not really um, benefiting us in that way. And I don't know. I, at the end of the day, I think we can promote them. And still shout them out and talk about them and even do on-site radio. But I think we should change the name. That's just my opinion. It's an opinion, but this is my opinion. what? I have no idea. <laughs> wait, wait. First of all, do you agree with me? Do we should change it? I mean, I, I agree because, you know, I feel like... With how Jazz does things, he is a machine. And everybody knows that just with how he works, how he sleeps, and like how he does things to that he enjoys. He does it in his own way. And even, at least from what I get from Jazz, I feel like Jazz would definitely would want to support us. And I feel like he would definitely want to highlight the show because it benefits all of us but i just feel like with how jazz does things and how he runs his business and how he has his clients come in and out the door you know some people come in some people come late and all that all that plays into a toll of what he does on his day-to-day 
So his days are not always as smooth in comparison to maybe our schedules. So when it comes to promotion and talking about it, he may he may want to talk about it, but he's not going to think about it because then something might come up over here or he might get mad about this or they might get into arguing about that or they might get into a back and forth over this and then he's going to forget about it. And then he may be thinking about it, but he's not actually thinking about it, actually thinking about it at that particular moment because so much is going on. And that's what I noticed because I noticed like he'll be, he'll, he knows about the podcast and, he, and I see him talk. I've seen him talk about it. Like, it's not like he doesn't talk about mm-hmm. it at all. Like he's ashamed of it. I mean, this is why I don't know, because I obviously I don't know what he's doing if I'm not there. It's just every time I'm there, he's talking about it. Right. Well, and I, a lot less than us, though. But, right. Yeah. But I think but I think the thing is with that is. If he sees things that <laughs> reminds him of it, like us, like us, or even Josh, because you know you are the person who created the show, who created the page, who also helped him with other side projects here and there in the past. So he's going every time he's going to see you, he's going to automatically think of that. But if he doesn't see you, and like maybe he might see me or Mike, we might get into other conversations or something else. So it sounds like I need to go more frequently. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, if you could go every day, I'm about to say, but that, that's the other part I was saying. Since we can't be there as often, if he's not going to do, it, but if we can be there to fill those voids, yeah. But if we can't be there, it's not really benefiting us in any way. Is what I'm, is what I'm saying. My so, thing is this: I think that, like if you're there, maybe I think Jazz will like pitch it or maybe like talk about it and like, oh, Josh can talk about it because he's busy doing whatever and he's not going to talk about it because he's just busy. But you can, so he can probably just throw it off to you, and then you yeah. can do your. Like thing. he don't mind, right? If you want to say, "Yo, can I play this?" Dads don't care. He let kids play their rap songs, and he does. He'll say, "Yeah." And they be like, "Yo, I got this new um this kid in there now, sixteen. I got this new track. I just did. You mind if I play it in here?" Yeah, go ahead. Put on the speaker. Put on the um on the Bluetooth or whatever like that. Jazz don't mind. So if we said that, yeah, I've played the podcast in the in the radio myself before. I mean, he he did let me play uh, Silk and She. Shout out to Shido Five. <laughs> <laughs> he don't mind, but if we're not there, to his point, it's not getting played. It's just not getting talked about and stuff like that. So every time do you guys go in? Do you guys recommend or request that he play it? I can't. I'm gonna be honest. No, <laughs> I mean, I talk about the show. Or right. if there's people there, yeah. I talk about like certain topics. Or even if it's like something we're about to talk about, I'll ask his opinion. Or if it's like a, I don't know, like a roundabout where Mike was there and we yeah. bring it up and we're like, oh, we might talk about this. We've done that. Yeah. But as far as like bringing up the show and all that, sometimes I don't, I don't, sometimes I just feel like with <laughs> the energy in there and depending yeah, on what they're talking about, it's just like you, we can't. It will just be kind of weird. I mean, I've played it three or four times, but. Of the shows we had, myself personally, but he's right. Sometimes the energy in there, you just feel like it's not time to play the show right now. So, so. like every episode or you know different episodes, topics I've, I've played because you know in there, you know, a couple times, you know. And what would be the ideal energy? Well, this is my thing. I like for example, like um, when Vaughn's in there, right, and. and He's very passionate about sports, and if you say the wrong thing, he goes off. And some people who may not know him or understand how he is or understand what he did in sports or understand, like, some people are saying, like, they call him a bum. He has this thing about calling athletes bums. 
Yeah, I agree. And he's like, but did you play with him? Like, what, how do, like, how do you know his struggle, blah, blah, blah. And he goes off. And some people may just look at it from a fan's perspective and go off. And then, like, you have that argument and that energy just shifts the energy into that because some people are entertained and some people are just, like, trying to defend their point. Uh, with, that, that sounds like the barbershop, guys. It it does, but this is the thing though. We're um sorry not to cut you off again, but it's like what you're trying to present is right and true to the nature of what we know as a barbershop. However, when we're doing this, people are kind of confused because then you get like Kamisha or, or Ebony or whoever, like, well, why y'all don't got girls saying this and that or the girls' opinion. And we're trying to say because it's the the barbershop, right? So it's like you get a uh, um, well, you know, we did ask Eb to come on. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, we we did, but I think um, it's like it, it creates this confusion. And then, like I said, our outside of the barbershop listeners, they even have a, a, a bigger confusion because they don't go or know, you know, who the people are or what it is. So when they are asking, like, you know, why don't you have more female stuff on there? And we're like, because the barbershop type of thing, um, it kind of uh, confuses them. And also, my third thing I would say in order to change the title, we tie our hands behind our back because we want to have, we're trying so hard to promote a new you. We only want a new you guest and whatnot. And he knows people. I know people. You know people. We can have somebody different on here every week with the people that we know who can even fit in the schedule and whatnot and have a a, a a better show, I feel like, over. I feel like the a new you banner is holding us back. I guess that's my point. So you've talked to Jazz and Kamisha about this? No. I want to talk to my partners first about this. What, what do you think they'll say? About the title? Well, not my decision. It's, it's, a, it's a group decision. I don't know. You had three uh, examples to support your decision. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, I think I, I had an opinion would not agree with me, but not. But but um, I think I think they would agree to an extent that yeah, if you want to do, I mean, Jazz Jazz the king of. I need to be able to do my own thing, right? That's why he has his own barbershop. He worked for barbers before. So I think they would agree, like, yeah, if you didn't want to do your own thing, you got to kind of, you know, you can't have people's names on your stuff and whatnot. But even he at one point was like, yo, I don't know why y'all can't interview random people outside the barbershop or whatever that don't, you know, go to the barbershop and whatnot. And, you know, and again, that's kind of like a weird thing because we're trying to promote the barbershop. So to have Joe Schmo, who goes to, uh, you know, Beauty Brothers or whatever, you know, just throwing out a title or whatever, it didn't make sense for us and whatnot. But again, I do think it was kind of, you know, kind of because people have, first of all, we've only done a show with us three and then one with Sheed or whatever, who's gotten the shape up or whatever um, at the barbershop. But there's so many other people and their opinions that we can have, like I said, a different guest on, even for one segment, not even a whole show, but, you know, all the time um, and whatnot. So my vote, if I were taking a vote, is that we change the name. Right. You've made your decision. I'm at, I, I put in my vote. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> is a decision a vote a decision? Okay. My decision will be for us to change the name. Right. And this is why I'm confused. You don't have any suggestions for a name. Well, I mean, I, guess, I mean, you clearly thought about this for a while. I guess the idea is putting it out there so everybody else could think about it. Yeah, I, I get that. And again, voice note. <laughs> Which lit, uh, actually, could you read what I said earlier? I think this was more okay. Not not that you okay because <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? What the voice note thing? Exactly. Please please read what I said earlier from the mental theater group chat. See who play. After I show John your 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 your, your, your cute uh, picture, yeah. my picture. And uh, don't forget to speak into the microphone. Yeah. Friend. After I show uh, where is it? Oh, this, I'm on our chat. I'm gonna go to mental theater. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your boy? Josh? Yeah, that's on my IG. <laughs> I had to drop the mic on him. I said, yeah, I, I got tricks too. <laughs> I mean, but I posted it publicly. My page isn't private. That's why I'm like, you know. Huh? It's not really a big deal to me. I understand, but it was, it, but it was a long time ago you posted this or whatever. It was like years ago. Honestly. I mean, I, I posted recent baby pictures as well. I did. Okay. I, I, told you, I, did, I, did, I did a deep dive here. Yeah. Because um, you missed me so much. Whatever. <laughs> not really. Less. How old were you in that picture, by the way? Uh, this looks like Christmas time. Probably three or four. <coughs> the part about me, me, me being dramatic? Is that my... No, the part where I said, if you had said it while I was away, and then I could actually think about it. And then have a solution. Oh, okay. Well, you said that. But here's the thing. I actually want to get back together next week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not not two weeks from now, next week, actually. Oh, you want to do weekly now? No, I didn't say that. So, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Mamba Mike? Huh? What happened to Mamba Mike? Well. It's a progression. We're going to get get there. Yeah. You know, now I got a new channel going on. I got a lot going on right now. Whatever. You got six or seven different shows, too. And I'm on how many shows with you already? Like, I, I see you weekly anyway. Like, any, he misses me a lot. That's what the issue is. But <laughs> now, I was talking about the show specifically, like this show. Yeah, I know. But I want to um, come next week and then starting next week, you know, we'll do every other week. Like but that. wasn't it your plan anyway to record on different days? So to break up the the sessions? Yeah. So wouldn't that mean weekly in anyway? Well, not necessarily. Oh, uh, I guess. Semantics. No. You, you, oh, man. What? Oh, man. I mean, yes and no. Oh, man. <laughs> yes and no. I, I I can't commit to weekly, bro. And honestly, the thing is I've, I've now changed my work schedule. Fear commitment. Whatever. <laughs> this just from the guy who has a girlfriend in seven years. Uh, conscious decision, massive difference. <laughs> and actual preference. Huh? And actual preference. So. Bars. It took him two hours to tell Pucho what he wants in a woman. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, because I'm, that's something I'm not thinking about. Okay. So it's not at the forefront of my mind. Okay. And, oh, you missed that one, John. And oh, Josh is quite articulate <laughs> in the moment. That's why I wasn't, you know, it's really not something I'm I thinking about. See, I want to see Pucho's response to Josh giving that answer. 
because I can see Pooch. Oh, you should have like, been there, man. That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot I can see it because I could just I know Pooch because we talk all the time, right? And I could just see hit with his witty banter at times, him doing that, just responding and like really, oh, oh wow, yeah. Okay, wait, what? I'm on the TikTok dance crowd. What, what am I looking at? Okay. Um, that's that's me, sir. Yeah. All right. So, uh, no. So, uh, yeah, I got a new work schedule now where I'm off every other Saturday now instead of working every Saturday. Happy about that. However, that means I got to work uh, one Thursday, which is tomorrow. So, I'm going to be very tired going to work all day tomorrow. So, next week, though, I will. I want us to come and get back to a full show with a new title and, or, I mean, yeah, new title and, you know, Move forward with that. So we I got a week to to you, but I'm just gonna just focus on this. Focus on that and that. Oh yeah, I did. I did read that, and I think with that with what he said and how people responded with just the irony of him speaking on that aspect of like you know people loving him, and then he says his line, I don't like him anymore. But then it's just like the you still like him, but he said something that you know oh. that selective morality when Drake. Oh, big facts. Oh, so about the chick, right? About his baby mother. How he he basically put the line out there saying she was a fluke. Yeah. But you know he still. Yeah, but she is a fluke. Her. I don't understand. What's the problem? Woman. Yeah, from a woman, it's the gender, right? That's what we got going on. And then how would how Drake mm. carry? I, I guess we should talk about it. Yeah, yeah we'll mean, get to that. But yeah. okay, so can we come on, put our heads together by next week? Have have a, have a new title and do a full show and go from there. Well, it depends on the conversation you have tomorrow. With Jazz? Okay. All right. I, I don't think I have a problem with it, honestly. But, okay, that's fine. You know, I'll present to him what I presented to you guys and see how he feels about it. Why would he have a problem with it? Why do you think we have a problem with it, though? I mean, it would kind of take away from Kamisha's idea. Because at this time, we could still do both. But can't we still do both? I don't see any reason why not. No, but I mean, but can't we change our name and still promote the shop at the same time? Not the way that she wanted to. As far as interviewing people who get their haircuts, you mean? Stuff like that? Well, like, what was her suggestion again? Because it seemed like she wanted us to interview, like, kids and all that as well. Yeah, people, I mean, she wants to talk more about uplifting so, stories. Actually, that's why I thought she listened to the show. She said she wants to talk about more uplifting stories. And I said, we do. We talk about kids who got uh, scholarships to you know, Division One schools, stuff like that. So that's how I kind of knew she hadn't listened to really all the shows because we're talking about the Black Miss America and people donating, all the stuff we talked about before and stuff like that. So I'm like, do you really listen? You know, but nevertheless, um, yeah, yeah, they did. That type of stuff she wanted us to do. And whatnot, but hmm. we can still do that though. We can be our own show and say, "Hey, I got Joe Schmo here. He goes to um our barber shop and knew you, and just have like a small like you know we've been going there for a while. What you think about it and whatnot? But still be our own show on our own banner and still help promote them at the same time, just because we love them or whatever like that. And then you know if it gets to a point where we're big and we we can do merch and stuff like that, then it's our own merch. And stuff like that. So I just feel like that's... The plan was for a new you merch. 
Like, I actually went to one of those T-shirts, personally. Well, go tell to get you a T-shirt. That's not hard, bro. What do you mean? I thought they were, like, only for barbers. No, he can get you one. Really? Yes. Jazz can get you a Jazz, T-shirt. Jazz, oh, I need a T-shirt. I need a couple of them, actually. I will tell him tomorrow. And what are you, in a medium now because you're losing weight? And, and nah, working I'm an extra large. Yeah, tall. Large. super tall, so, um, you know, over there. But, um, yeah, man, I think we can come where – I also talk to Jazz tomorrow about it, but I think we can come up with a title. We can throw out some things together. Our listeners can as well, but I think, you know, I don't know. You're pretty good at titles. You got five titles right now. On your, on your different podcast, so. But here's the thing. You've had time to ponder on the idea after making the decision. I didn't make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it to my team to feel like what y'all thought about everything. Okay, Nick Fury, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Also, though, with that being said, though, as you know, moving forward from that part, and uh, you know, you'll let me know if you think about some titles, too. Oh, we got the new beats, too? This guy's really balling over here. No, I, the reason I did it was like, you know, when I, I'm starting to go to the gym more and you know, I like listening to music. Oh, exactly. Sing. That's why I got mine. I got and the camo green. Are these? Yeah. Yeah. The reason only, I, I did not want to spend as much money on these things, but the only reason why. And, but they're 200? And they're 250. And the only reason, and if you even got Josh of all people buying this, I'm going to tell you. Fell. Exactly. Yeah. But. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. This came from out the country, says what? <laughs> Josh buys selective, better. selective and cost. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Con- it's a conscious shopper. Yes. yes, yes. But the reason for these Beats headsets, that I feel like for the value of how long they last, how easy it is to connect to any device, and the sound, and the placement in the ear. Like if you're running or you're moving, a lot of headphones. Because I had prior Beats before, and they hurt my ear or from running, they fall out. And I had the Samsung um, Buds, which yeah, are, are good. I still have them. Okay. They're good, but, I mean, they're okay. The newer ones are a little bit better now, but when I would run, they would, like, slip out of my ear. Yeah. And if I'm working out, like, if you're act, – they're not, like, an active headset. If you're just at work, oh, you're, you're walking around. Top joint, it stays on no, no, it go, no, it goes right in my ear. No, it's about that one. Because no, yeah, because these, it's literally – it just put it right in my ear and – but they once they go in my ear they connect, but yeah, as soon as they you literally even, go in like it's that. Mo- it's motion sensitive. It's amazing. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't move. Mm. Like I was like I literally wore this at the gym working out when because I work out with Nasir sometimes, and Am I, I was the gym or you go to sit with him or no? No, 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 not, not oh, that one. Okay. But I did work out with him a couple times. Yeah, crazy. But uh, this I was so amazed. <laughs> I feel like a little kid, but I was literally amazed. I'm running on the treadmill just to test them out, and I'm like, I'm listening to this. I can actually listen, hear my music, and these things are not moving. I don't feel like I need to keep constantly pushing gotcha. these in, and that's my big thing with headphones because there's a lot of headsets out there that are like kind of good in comparison. It's similar to the price range, but they fall out a year or too heavy. Like the Bose, they only last four hours, mm. and they die, and they're not really good for phone calls or anything like that. These can do that. And more and durable for the gym. Oh, and water resistant too. So if you want to sell those Samsungs, let me know because <laughs> <laughs> mine stopped working. That's why I had to get upgraded them. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Because I'm Team Samsung over here. I have everything Samsung. Exactly. That's how I was rooting for the buds. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, when these babies came in my life, I was like, damn. 
because like I said, I had the the threes, I think, or the twos. Mm. I had the wired ones and the Beat X. What are I, those called? These are the Pro Pro Beats three. Uh, 2.0. These are 2.0s? I thought they were three. Pro, no, they're Pro Beats three. I think they are. Power, Power, Power Beats, Beats 2.0. They are? Let's see. Power. And it's cool is that they have the app. So just like how the Samsung Gears have the the uh, Samsung software to let you know about the condition of the earbuds. So the power levels, which one needs to get charged more. All you got to do is download the app and you have all the information. So just it's not just you know Team Apple. You can have a, an, the same experience no matter what. Oh, so the app will tell you where the power levels are. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. Well, on the Apple device, yeah, yeah, that's pretty dope actually. Um, and it added to the repertoire because now, if let's say someone, if uh, let's say spending a night in a different city, now I have not only an Android charger but also an Apple charger, iPhone charger. Because what you use to charge it is an, a new iPhone charger, which is dope. Oh, that's pretty dope, actually. I like to be a very hospitable host. Speaking of host, um, how was your trip to Sweden, Josh, since we're on, you know? I mean, it, it was great. I won't get into it too much. Right, of course uh, not. Tony Stark Jr. would be disappointed. He wants to wait for the actual show right. and, and whatnot. But I just have a lot of editing to do. Did 12 interviews. Okay. Yeah. Flights were good. And oh, you watched uh, Knives Out. You were saying, right? Oh yeah, wonderful recommendation by Miguel here, and uh, I can't wait to see what else they can cook up in the lab. Is it also going to be Ryan Johnson as well? Yeah, yeah. They're going to do like a whole series uh, for Detective Blanc, and uh, I'm excited about that. That's whole thing. that's very exciting, and I still believe he should stay in a galaxy far, far away from Star Wars. So. I agree. Knives Out. He was talking about he went. To see, he saw that at the. Uh, on a plane or whatnot. On the plane. Yeah. That See, was my top five movies of last year. So. This is why I'm like, why don't you travel more? Because they have great I know movies on the plane. The, That's especially with you being a movies. big movie buff. Oh, my gosh. I think you would actually like the, especially if you get on one of those planes that are a bit more comfortable right. and they have the movie options. I think you would love it and, because yeah. you like movies. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I may not watch as much movies as you, but I, I love film. And that's why yeah. I love traveling overseas because i get the you get a catch up on stuff you didn't do exactly you yeah. get it's on demand right yeah that's pretty dope actually yeah yeah it kind of gives you an excuse to yeah. do the things that you don't necessarily do on a day-to-day -day basis i know i was saying to someone i said um uh that i'm mad we didn't really get a big snow this year and I'm saying oh, I wanted it. Only because you get a snow day, oh, right? Yeah. And a snow day, you got to catch up with all your stuff and whatnot and it's different because when you're just off work you find stuff to do but if it's like you're snowed in you just kind of chill and you just watch stuff. And we didn't really get that this year. so mm. uh, Yeah, very interesting development. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, they didn't get snow in Scandinavia either. Wow. And they're known for snow. I mean, like colossal snow, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like enough snow to shut down things. Yeah, just like we haven't. Speaking of snow, I'm going to be the segue king and segue that into us talking about dating. Nice. All right? So... Um, <coughs> Being snowed in, Ooh. right, is I tell females this though, right? But guys can can listen to it. Being snowed in is a way to tell how much someone really likes you. If you're dating them, um, in a relationship or just talking or whatever. Right? Okay. So if you know, right? There's a big snowstorm coming, 
and you know people you know remember you know hysteria grocery stores again water food canned goods whatever whatever and it's always too much right we, we know that growing up but if you know there's a big snowstorm coming where you're really going to be snowed in and you ask the person you talk to or dating hey you want to come over we could be snowed in for the weekend watch some movies cook some food blah 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 blah, blah, blah. and if they make an excuse or reason why they can't they don't really like you as much as you think they do because they don't want to be stuck with you for an entire weekend or an entire couple of days where they can't get away. That or there's someone else in the picture and they can't literally be stuck with you because then they can't make the phone calls or see the other person. So it's like a whole uh, snowed in, I guess, uh, test that you can do to, to, to tell these things and whatnot. Uh, from both parties, hmm. you know, girl or guy, because, you know, or they just feel like you're good for outings, right? You're good for, you know, movies, dinner, having fun together. But the idea of being in the house with you, but it's not out doing nothing, kind of doesn't feel good to them. So these are ways you could judge, like, where you're at with a person and, you know, and uh, and where y'all going. Stuff like that. I, I've done this years ago. And I personally didn't want to get snowed in with a girl. Who asked me to come over and get stowed in water years ago? And I was just like, nah, I want to be around in case my mom need to get shoveled out. You know, I just made up something or whatever like that. But tech personally, I thought about it, you know, foresight. I said, yo, I can't be stuck at her house all weekend with just her. Like, nah, that's not going to work for me. She was the type of girl I wanted to know, get in, get out, go see, leave, or whatever, this and that. So that's why I say those are good tactics to know whether you um fell on a person or not. So use that one of these days. Um, or or if a girl tell you that, you know, she might be trying to figure out, you know, where you're at with her. Um, so we were talking about for the dating. Oh, about the ugly chicks, right? Or ugly person. Um, actually, I was talking to an old friend of mine, and they asked like, what was the topic for today? And I brought up like the idea like how some people who may be considered ugly. Um may the the roles have changed in regards to how they may act yes that's what it was that. about how they may act because and now the people who consider ugly act more they act more mean or something like that right? right and then she was like is this inspired from love is blind i mean i don't i mean she she went to harvard so she's going to compare certain things but i thought you would be more inclined to that <laughs> i don't know i don't know it was eve song back in the day uh shouts out to her but maybe shallow how i don't know yeah, but I guess with the topic being what it is or whatever, is that, is that, do you see that these days? People being, I guess, less attractive but having more attitude or being meaner these days than they used to feel? Like maybe they were humble back in the day, I guess? Or? I think, um, I mean, I just go off of my experiences. Um, I think now people are starting to realize, not everyone, because there's some people who may not have the confidence, but I feel like there's some, people who may not be as attractive not use that against them in regards to how they present themselves to the opposite sex or whatever it is right and i think they tend to be a bit more aggressive to one hide whatever emotion they i i guess they feel they might might have been lacking as they were younger and once as they get older they tend to get some sort of confidence and I think they do that a bit more nowadays because of like, you know, just building yourself. Listen, like the culture, music, 
art, fashion, you you hide behind those things, especially when it comes to clothing and all that. And that kind of gives you your own confidence. Or if you even started making money in that sense, that also hides, that gives you that particular confidence. But I feel like another thing, if you really know um, the cues of like seduction and being with somebody and either being with somebody forever or just a moment, as Drake would say, um, I think people are doing it wrong because you don't necessarily have to be attractive in the, if you do it the right way, just based off how you, how you like, how you talk, how you carry yourself, your personality, how you walk, your smells, all that adds into you out all that into a, a pot. You can get anyone, literally anyone that you want. And I think a lot of people don't look at it from that particular standpoint. They do it the wrong way by being a bit more aggressive or just being unsettling. And I think I think that's like the biggest misconception when people, especially people who may look a certain way, do wrong in that sense. And I think that's what gets me angry. Because I remember there was like there was a time when I was uh, in college and I was dating this girl and um, the girl, her friend, got in a fight with one of these dudes, uh, these Philly dudes, and um, she threw a drink in his face, and the dude tried to hit her or whatever, but uh, I, I stepped in, like, I'm like, what are you doing, blah, 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 because no one else was standing up for her, so I decided to do it, and then these dudes were, like, plotting to jump me, but then I had, I always, like, go with a sort of entourage of people because you know i guess that ptsd thing with me with certain things that i've seen um they didn't want to do anything because i was with all big people like from football and i remember going back into the party and the one girl the girl that invited me she was drunk and you know she's not really understanding what's going on even i'm like your friend just almost got beat up by these dudes and her one friend came in who wasn't um, she wasn't pleasant to the eye and I remember she came in and she just had the worst attitude ever she got a little better now but it literally like she came and she started saying like oh these Jersey dudes starting this that and the third and she just ruined the energy and I'm looking and I remember I used to think that like people of that particular look or status just have this horrible energy i don't know if it's based off how they were brought up or what the experience is but they she just ruined the whole vibe and i remember these these girls that were considered to be very pleasant to look at were just sitting there minding my own business sitting on the ground laughing drinking doing whatever not chiming in and this person who wants attention was just doing all the wrong things and i remember just looking at that and i was just like yo this this is crazy like this is not even necessary and like that's my experience. I have plenty of those, but I think it ties into that, especially when it comes to uh, the looks. Yeah, um, yeah. I think these days, I think I said it in the chat. I feel like that um, it's like a bunch of, and I started seeing it, and I'm noticing it more and more and more. And even in real life, like whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or real life, like you notice um, a person female who may be if you just look at their face right and don't look at anything else maybe considered non-attractive but because going back to other topics about like having work done to their bodies or 
promoting their bodies so much, they just get so much attention, you know, overall that they don't they don't they, they, they have that confidence or whatever. Rather right rather right in their face. If you look at them, they're not they're, they're not a pretty woman. But they have so much confidence because they got so many likes and so many followers and dudes be getting them all in their DMs all the time or whatever like that. And they like, damn sure you bad. Bad has replaced the term for pretty, right? And and because of that Great point. Because I even I remember like growing up and going back to like what we were discussing with like uh what we were talking about earlier, like with the mindset of like the military and mm-hmm. then the streets and how we have different variations based off of what we see on a day to day basis. Like I remember like growing up and I was like going from the like I don't even think it's the hood, but whatever. I guess a a lower pro- impoverished area into like a neighborhood. And I remember I would look and see how girls would act in that who didn't really, who weren't as like pretty in comparison to the others, but they would just have this, this made up um, confidence just because they may have been picked on or uh, they may not have got the guy or the girl that they wanted and all that stuff adds up and then it kind of builds this, not everyone, but I would say majority in, the, in that particular setting, they tend to shift that energy and create more negative energy in regards to how they handle themselves when it comes to relationships or getting attention or even or getting to the point of like just like like getting a big head or whatever right i think the the big thing is when it comes to like let's say some women right and they think they're like the top notch they're the baddest Mm -hmm. and all this but then you fall because i used to get so angry with that because i'm like you got to understand especially when it just doing it from a male and female perspective mm-hmm. it's just like you, they're saying all these things but you know the most of these guys that are saying these things they, they just want to hit they right. like they don't even, they're not even looking at like with men we're not thinking about the experience we just want to get our nut off that's right. it mm-hmm. and there's a lot of guys who tend to do that mm-hmm. me i can't do that it's hard for me to do that i, I just can't I tried it before. It did not work well. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, yeah, I, I just, just me, I, I know what I like. Right. It, it works well for me. <laughs> and I can't do that, you know, I'm just going to do it for the team or I'm just going to do it just to get one. Like, you want to take one for the team, man? I know what I'm Nas, real. he had to, he had to have you take one for the no, team. No, Nas man. has always provided quality. Quality. There was, okay. a, there was a few questionable moments when we were younger. But usually it's quality because okay. he wouldn't do that. Right. But I had some friends where they would be like, yo, I got this thing. Those, their chick would be all right. right. And then everybody else would just be like kind of. And I remember one time I did it, yeah. took a trip all the way to Irvington. <coughs> Damn. And it was just horrible, horrible experience. It was just the worst. I, I walked out. I was just Fresh. like, no, oh. I almost did. <laughs> but then like I remember we were like, we were, we were kissing. I was touching. And she was just like, oh. And then I had smelled the smell. I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Wow. Stormed out the bathroom. And I was like, yo, like, you're my boy. 
like I love you, you were cool. Wow. But you said the chick smelled like day old cabbage after that. Like, worse than that. I don't know what it was. That was bad. the start of coronavirus. But it was yeah, literally it was probably a yeast infection, but okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, whatever it was. It was but I was just like bacteria. I was like, I was like, is this a sign? I can't go against what I like. Because if I go against what I like, I always feel like something bad happens. So I just can't do that. But I think it just goes into that fact where men who don't care and who tend to deal with those women because they can, most can, can tell in regards to that, how, what women are weak or whatever, what women will be receptive towards that. And I think when that happens and when you're going, let's say you're going out or whatever, you see that, you see that and you can see based upon their behavior how they, how they are. And how they react to certain things based on that. And I think it, I used to see that a lot with women. Like, oh, like I, another, another story. I went out. This is like story time with John. Listen, like, I, I got, I got a lot of stories. Story time with I Banks. Just, I just try not to do it all the time. Because I <laughs> yeah, but uh, I remember when I was going out, um, I used to go out with my friend Chauncey. She's like a big bar, 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 um, bartender, mm -hmm. whatever, uh, in Brooklyn. You know tats whatever she's been on magazine she's doing her thing out there and i remember we used to like go out here and there blah 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 and we used to go out to newark and i remember this one time where i went out and this girl like thought i was cute or whatever she's like oh you you dress nice blah 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 you, your clothes are slim and tight and all that i was like oh, okay this is the time when people were not really into that and I remember I was like, oh, thanks. And she was like, oh, she was trying to like be real aggressive with me, like trying to bag me and like take my number down. I was like, nah, I'm good. And then she was like, fuck you then. This is why you look gay. Wow. And I'm in my head, it's like, you know how some women will say like men do that? Because, you know, which is true. Some men do. They definitely do they that. They definitely oh, yeah. do that. But there's women who also do that. Right. And I remember when I saw her say that, like literally two, two three minutes ago, you thought I was the best thing in the world. And the minute I was, just, I wasn't even rude. I just said, "No, I'm, I'm alright. I'm just seeing. I'm just chilling," which I was. Right. But I was really scoping the room. Who else is right, there? Right. But, but I was chilling at that moment, and she was just like, she just completely went complete 360, and I'm just looking at her like, "Huh? <laughs> what you mean?" Would you say something back to her, or you just kind of a shock? Uh, I usually try not to um engage. Engage. I remember there was a time at Keen I did. But I was drunk, and uh, it was it was almost bad. But I had the cappers pull me apart. But it was a this chick that wasn't awesome, another chick that didn't look as good. That she got mad because I wouldn't talk or dance with her, and then she tried to like jump me. What? Exactly. Oh yeah, that's mm -hmm. definitely a reality. She was she was a little taller, a little bigger. So she was, chipped she was, you. You got chipped by the chicken. No, I didn't get chipped. Here's the thing. No, <laughs> I didn't get chipped. She tried to. Oh, okay, okay. And it almost pushed me to the point where I was like, "Man, do I have to fight this?" Because she, <laughs> she kind of went both ways. I'm like, "Oh," but then it was like, "Like, nah, it'll go away." And I was like, "I'm glad they did that because I wasn't really thinking at that point." But I'm just like, "Huh? What are you talking about? Like, where'd you even come from? <laughs> you want to dance with me?" I'm like, "Huh?" But I, I just feel like it just... <laughs> Yo, look at Josh's face. <laughs> I just, but no, but this is why I honestly want a female friend to take care of those situations for me. Right. 
like a imagine an all female security staff. Yeah. All plausible oh, deniability uh, out the wads. Are you talking about um, like the, Josh the, the, Chala? That's huh? right. Yeah, the, the Dormelage. Yeah, yeah. That's Josh Chala. That's, that's exactly what Josh yeah. Chala wants. <laughs> the Dormelage, Okoye. <laughs> Move or be moved. Right. <laughs> but again, what Banks is alluding to is incredibly accurate. Attractiveness is subjective. And unfortunately, certain people cannot handle that emotionally, and thus they have coping mechanisms. It's simple psychology. Right. And it's definitely a subjective. I mean, that's, I mean, that just makes sense. I mean, you can have whoever you think is the prettiest girl in the world, and just like, yeah, she's only right to me, or whatever. It goes all ways around, or whatever. Like, um, you'll find so many people. I think the problem is like you always talk about with social media, though. Like, it's like that subjectiveness becomes people think it's more objective. When you're like, well, this girl got 500 likes, so it must not be subjective. Everybody like her, you know what I'm saying? Whatever I'm saying. So, but if I don't, then do nobody like me. That's that's the issue. I think there's a, a fine line between it because don't, don't get me wrong. I feel like there's it's subjective to a point to where. You know, majority of people, it's just like a matter of preference. And I feel like, you know, you can just tell from time and history, there's certain people that just may have like this aura about them, regardless of looks. But then there's like, I feel like there's a certain group of people that may be more attractive. And if you could just tell from how they, when they walk into, he or she walks into a room where you're like, oh, this person just looks whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like that does play in, I feel like that's like a small percentage of people that are just naturally like that, right? But then there's like a, a larger percentage where you're just everybody's in a mix and it's just based off of preferences and what what you watch on social media, what you watch on TV, which could kind of like guide your mind into what you actually like. Because I remember in the early 90s, you know, I mean being young, like men, the big thing was like women with breasts, right? Big, the mm-hmm. bigger, the better. But then, like towards the two thousands, it was getting into that twerking age, where tip drill and all that, and the chiggy and all. We're really talking about back that thing up, and like that, that as well. Like what's yeah, going in from like money, from yeah. the south and bringing yeah. all that booty shaking music and all that, and that's when people started thinking about the ass. Right. And I remember when that happened. I remember exactly when it happened, and I was like, "Whoa!" Mm. Like just the idea of a fat ass. Because like, if you look at the. The beauties, I think there was in the meme at one time about that, but the beauties from the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. The earlier ones, the uh, Neil Long, Sanaa Lathans, the um, Regina Hall, all of them, they none of them had fat booties or big booties or nothing like that. They were just regular, you know, beautiful woman. Beauty, beautiful woman. Right. And uh, women of exceptional beauty. Exceptional beauty. See, going into and, that. And had a body as well. It wasn't like, it may not have a bodacious booty as of this, let's say, scale. But she, they had shape to them. That's what I'm saying. I, I was gonna say they were shaped like nice, great shaped black women. That's what I would say. Yeah, completely organic. Completely organic. However, to today's standards, like you said, they wouldn't. I mean, today's standards aren't standards to me. So. I, I agree with that too because now it's about how big your booty, you know, actually is. It's always been about the shape, not the size. I mean, come on. I don't think always. I think right now it's more about the size than the shape. No, I'm just saying in general. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, today's society is a little warped here. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely um agree with that. And because of that, like I was going back to my original point, I think there's a lot of people, women out here, who because they get the size, 
And then they get gassed. And then they get gassed. By the thirsty uh, men on IG. They set the thirst traps and men fall right for them. Hey, this feels like a trap. Every single time. <laughs> this looks like a trap. That, right. should, that should be a meme. That oh. should be a meme. It's a pretty good one. Um, they kind of get delusional a little bit. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, to uh, to that. What? And, oh yeah, and to I guess the original point that you were talking about in terms of why are women who are not perceived as attractive, yeah, on a majority scale, the reason why you can even that I even noticed it is because if you imagine the reality that a girl who is incredibly gorgeous, a woman of exceptional beauty, the only way a guy won't like her is her personality, right. And that was the advantage, the competitive advantage that girls who are less attractive had on the chicks who were actually bad. Their personality. And because of this uh, feminist ideology, let's say, of you go girl on fleek, <laughs> you have that delusional mindset, unfortunately. And again, attractiveness is subjective. Mm -hmm. But again, Banks said it best. They're going out of the way and out of the way because think about it. In their lives, no one in their lives would be around them if they were always that negative. <coughs> so obviously, people in their lives love them, but they have to behave that w that way, or they feel they have to just to get that attention. Unfortunately, but they got to remember you're probably cooler than the bad chicks are anyway. Mm -hmm. That's your competitive advantage. Just be you, and let the chips fall. Yeah, I want to take this dope. Like she ain't necessarily got to be. Right. That's you know. what I'm saying. The personality makes you more attractive. Yeah. What we're talking about for for Banks got in here. A chick that plays basketball and stuff like that and probably <laughs> knows the score of the game. And I don't want a chick that's dope and whatnot. You know, I think that and another thing that um, can add on to somebody's beauty is just access to uh, travel. And I think mm. going to multiple places and seeing multiple people, it just adds on to your palette of like what you find attractive. Because you got to think, like, I remember when I was young and before, like, my mom, like, got me into, like, traveling and stuff like that, within my parameters of where I lived, whatever that was there, I would just go for the best option. And it might not even been the best option at that point, but just because of what I see on a day-to-day -day basis, eventually you just, like, you know, that's, that's what it is. Like, you know, where people have the, the work wives, the work husbands, whatever, because you see them so much, that's what you... You just feel like that's all you can get. But the yeah. minute you go outside of that box and you see something else, it's just like, damn. Crazy, though. Ironically, you know, we're one of the biggest boxes, right? The whole mm -hmm. tri-state area, New York, Philly, New Jersey, right? So, like, when I lived, let's say, in, like, Tampa or whatever, which was, you know, a, a, a small part of Florida. Which is even worse because they right. don't leave any. They don't even leave. They don't leave. And... They all wanted to be here, right? And they were like, why are you here? Like, we want to go see cities, and we want to experience Philadelphia, New York, and New Jersey, you know, stuff like that. And y'all got better shopping, which that's true. But y'all got better shopping malls and, and this and that. And dudes were like, yo, yo, yo I'll be seeing the videos. They're much better than ones down here and whatnot, this and that. So it's like your bubble changes or whatever. So then we look at our bubble like small, but really state-wise, 
We're one of the biggest bubbles, the whole area. But then if you go international-wise, the bubbles even expand further and whatnot. So uh, I'm so proud of my young Padawan. He's getting there. No, I get it. Like, I, when, I was, when I was talking to the chick from Indiana, right, um, uh, she's bad. Like, gorgeous, great eyes, nice body, light skin, long hair. She's bad. And I remember talking to her on the phone, and it's crazy because this is like, you know, Indiana, uh, near Fishers and stuff like that. Every place she would go, right, um, like, she would go to, like, drive throughs right, McDonald's, Taco Bell, Starbucks, whatever. I swear, a gas station, right? I swear, almost every day on the phone with her, her stuff would be free or whatever. A dude would be like, don't worry about it, in the drive through A dude, don't worry about it. And there's different dudes, whatever it's not, because she was big fish, small pond, right? So she was a beautiful girl in that area. And I told her, I said, yo, Girls ain't getting free McDonald's out here, <laughs> whatever. And she was like, "They not." And I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I knew chicks is, is paying when they get to this to the, to that window and whatnot." Because I said these dudes are seeing bad chicks every other order, you know, here or whatever. They compared to Indiana, right? And then, like I said, if you go outside of that, it gets even further. So it's funny to me. Because she's so used to that, and I was like, "Yeah, if you ever, if when you come here, don't expect nobody to just say, hey, go with a free sandwich,' because it's not likely to happen to you and whatnot." So. Oh yeah, that's definitely happens in LA a lot as well, and New York and Miami, all those top cities where it's very competitive for attractiveness. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it ain't like you know she the baddest chick, so we got to make sure we hook her up. It's too many of them and whatnot. It's, you know what I mean? It's too. It's, it's, it's just too. Uh, it's so attractive and whatnot. I, mean, I, w- I wish a girl would come here and be like, yeah, I, I got a free throw dollar worth of gas. You, I, <laughs> well, to be fair, I did get a, a free meal at Taco Bell back in the day. Okay. Because she was like, oh, you're cute. Let's take it. Okay. All right. Sure. I mean, I had a, I had a girlfriend at the time. I was dating a chick from London, but, you know. Oh, okay. Tragedy. Well, I mean, it happens sometimes. But it's, it's very, very, well, I guess you Josh. Show a little leg, maybe. <laughs> you got a free meal at Taco Bell. Eesh. <laughs> <laughs> But moving right along, um, another meme about dating, right, where we said no women should ever be taught that love is how much crap you can tolerate from a man. And I agree with that sentiment. And Josh said, (laughs) (laughs) why are you laughing, bro? I can't wait. And Josh said, (laughs) of course, in a very Josh-wearing way, um, do you agree vice versa? Right, meaning should no man have to be taught that love is how much crap you can tolerate from a woman and whatnot. Because I guess on this side of the pendulum, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but usually it's you need to support your woman no matter what in her lowest time. Is that tolerating crap, though? It certainly sounds like it to me. Depending on what it is. Yeah, depending on what it is. It can be. It's subjective, right? I mean, I guess it's subjective. Everyone has their line. This is definitely true. And if you're comparing a current significant other to an other significant other, that's not the right thing to do. I think what it is is this. I think it just depends on the situation. Because I remember um, I had a friend who uh, moved to L.A. She, like, has her own store. Uh, She, like, pursued her dreams in fashion or whatever. And I remember she wanted me to lead this talk. She used to do this thing called Girl Talk or whatever. And I remember one of the biggest questions that she wanted me to answer was um, why do um, 
men tend to, I'm trying to think how she phrased this. She says, why, why do men tend to not do the things that women want them to do in regards <laughs> to like being like uh, successful or uh, doing more and then what they're yeah, offering. Go ahead. And <laughs> I remember, and I remember, like I, I, I remember, I asked Jazz about this and like other stuff like that, and I like, asked like a, a lot of people. But my thing, because my biggest thing, I feel like when it comes to women, especially in, who fall in those particular traps, especially even going into that, what you just said about dealing with crap. I think like there's a fine line between dealing with crap in regards to somebody who actually wants to do something, right? And they never may never had that mentor or that somebody to get them into that particular position, and they want it, but they just don't know how to do it. And sometimes you might have to deal through that crap because you're trying to motivate and mold them because they want that, want that. And then there's the people who are ignorant towards that, who just are completely oblivious to all that. And I, in that respect, I agree to that. You shouldn't deal with that. But I just feel like there's fine lines in between it. And like going back to the point, I think the biggest thing is what I remember the, the reaction I got was like, if you, like an example, let's say your man wanted a, needed, needed a job or whatever, right? In most cases, who is doing the resume and who is doing like the applications? Is it him or is it you? And they all, they all paused for a second, looking at each other. And they're like, it, it's me. So if you're doing all this stuff for him, right, and then it's just like he's getting an easy ride, of course it's like you're enabling him to know that I got this. Like kind of like the what they say, like mama's boy type of thing, and you're, and you're in a sense falling into that trap of just dealing with that nonsense. But instead of you doing it for him, why not show him how to do it? Because if he knows how to do it now, teach the man to fish. If exactly, it's like if he knows how to do it now, he's gonna feel more comfortable doing it himself. He doesn't have to ask you to do it, right? And if you do it from that particular that particular standpoint, you'll get a different result. Because a lot of times, when at least the woman that I've seen, and from the conversation I had with the woman there, they all were enabling men. And these were great women. They were like all successful, and the guys they were dealing with were just not doing much. Talk, but, talk to the mic. But they were not doing much. Right. And it's just like, because you're doing everything for them. You're giving your greatness. You might be this great person, <clears> but <throat> if you're not showing him how to be great either, I mean, how to be great too, how do you expect him to be on your level if you're doing everything? Or, to play devil's advocate, why do I have to show him how to be great? I think well, I think falling back onto that point is just this, especially when you know if you come from like a, a minority standpoint, right, and broken families and all that. A lot of times, a lot of people who grow on a day to day basis, they might not have those tools to be great. And you see a lot of kids who are growing up in these broken households, abusive households, or whatever, and they've been constantly broken down. And they never had anyone to give them that point of, like, you can do this. Like, in high school, let's say you go to a troubled school, right? And, like, let's say, I don't know, like Hamilton West or right, Steiner right. or right. Nottingham in comparison to, like, a West Windsor Township where yeah. the kids are kind of, like, molded into mm -hmm. being successful. Majority of them. Not all of them, but majority of them. 
if you look at the, if you think back and you're in that classroom and not to like talk down to certain teachers, but you know, it's hard. And then you have kids who have just kind of been positioned to where like we can either just push you to just pass, but not actually put any effort because they just want to get rid of you or consistently have somebody say, you can't do this no matter what you do. What mindset are you going to have? Yeah, that's true. I mean, but then that goes to like, and then, but then going into the fact of like, you see these quote unquote successful, successful women, right? And they do this, that, and the third. They didn't do that by themselves. There was right. all, there but was the, somebody but, mentoring them. You have a coach. You need a coach. Right. I agree with that. But the 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 but when they say no woman or man both mm-hmm. really should put up with crap with, with crap to get to the love place, right? Um. Um. Read a meme that Josh just gave me, which says no man can stand a disrespectful woman, no matter how beautiful she is. Your beauty is a waste when your character is ugly. That's true. Oh, she's calling you. She the fire. Shut up. Oh, but I think so, that just uh, goes back into what I said earlier. There's some people yeah. who But let me, honestly, let me finish, right? So when I say put up with crap, right? right? So they just mean like a dude who has a hard time getting a a um a good income regularly. Right. Or they mean a dude who out here also cheating on them, you know, mm-hmm. messing around on them all the time like mm-hmm. that. Um Never coming home, mm-hmm. um, do what I want to. It's my way or no way. Um, when I think of putting up a crap, I think of more like that, not more of the guy who's just on his way and whatnot. But I feel like that's also subjective because there's men who are successful and who have a lot of money, and women deal with it just because of the money. I think it's more on that aspect of what they're doing on a day to day basis. And I mean? think it's like this. It's like, you know how there's people who have a ton of money or they're very they're very well off, and there's people who stay with you because you're well off, right? And you can basically control the, the decision, so they choose to deal with that quote unquote crap, right? But my what I was alluding to was just this: when it comes to people who have these issues, I feel like there's like a group of people where they want the ability to succeed too but with how society is especially in america you don't always get those opportunities sometimes depending on where you are and how you were brought up and where you are i agree with all that you don't always get those highlights yeah, I agree with of people that. to really give you that vision to like you can do something else i agree standing by a person and helping a person get there and Seeing seeing it through when it comes to that aspect is good because just because a dude or a girl or whatever is working at the um I'm gonna give an example when I'm working the counter at a dollar store right, right now when you see her you don't know she's going to school at night to be a nurse right or whatever you know what I mean and the next time you see her two years from now she's gonna be <clears throat> driving a BMW right making seventy thousand dollars a year as RN right right but you but you dismissed her. Because you saw her bagging yourself at the dollar store. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you you, you never know until you actually, you know, know somebody. And 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 maybe while she at that dollar store, you know what I mean? She's struggling because she's going to school at night. Right. right? But you don't want to look at her and say, well, damn, just, you know, she don't want to keep her nails done or whatever like that. But you never know what's, what else is going on. Right. So I get seeing a person through something. But if you're going to do that, and if you're not going to do that, whatever, 
the crap treating is where I got a problem, men or women. For women, it's like, yo, you know, don't treat me like I'm just some rando, whatever like that. Give me the quality time I deserve. Give me the, you know, the respect I deserve as your man or whatever this and that. Don't treat me like crap. Don't just, like, tell your girls, like, he ain't got no choice or whatever like that. Like, I, I've asked a girl, right, certain things, like, yo, how your man feel about you um, having this um, having this friend or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel. He ain't got no choice about it. Nah. That's not, not that's not respectful at all like that mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm not saying get rid of your friend, but have a conversation. Make sure that he is okay with it first. You right. know what I'm saying? Or hey, your man let you let you uh your man cool with you going out to this club and staying out all night. Blah 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 blah. blah. I don't know how I feel. He ain't got no choices about it or whatever like that. See, that's mm-hmm. not to me. That's not good communication. That's where a female I think treating a dude like crap or just like you said. Going back to your point, don't make me feel like I'm. On, I'm single in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? So, help me with stuff or whatever like that. You know, be there for me, support me or whatever like that. Like, make me feel like that if I, um, if I'm like, yo, I got this uh, promotion I could do. I gotta, um, you know, come up with some, uh, um, uh, come up with some, uh, some, some new um, ventures for the company. Mm-hmm. How we can improve it or whatever. I got like five days. Come up with like a five page thing to get to my boss for this motion. But like, don't be like, well, good luck, boo. Like, you know, what I mean, help me with this. What, 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 what. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, <laughs> what you might have to add to it and stuff like that. Like, yeah. we're a team, or what? I love team couples, bro. Like, right. that's my thing. When I watch sometimes YouTube couples or whatever. I love when I see, even when I used to watch Power Reviews, some of them was a couple doing a review together. I thought that was so dope or whatever. We're going to watch the show, mm-hmm. then we're going to go in the other room, do this, revo- do this review of the show we watched together and put it on our channel. Mm-hmm. I think that's dope because we're, we're interacting with each other, we're getting quality time, mm-hmm. we're even having some cuddle time watching TV, mm-hmm. and now we're going to put content out there for the people as a couple, right? So I think that, that stuff is dope. And from the man's standpoint, man, just... Like, don't waste a woman's time. I guess my biggest thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we as men do the most. And that's all lumped in one umbrella to me, right? So if you're out here with two or three women and you're cheating mm-hmm. on a regular basis, you're wasting her time because she wants one person and who want to be there for them. And I remember I heard a um, several, several years ago, you know, somebody said, it was, I think it was a comedian, but he said, if you got a man who got three or four women, I'm going to show you three or four unhappy women because it takes so much to make one woman happy. How can you make four happy? It's not enough time in the day or right. whatever. You know what I'm saying? It just it just doesn't work. So message, I feel like that's <laughs> wasting a woman's time, you know, in that regard. And then, like, yo, if you it's okay if you're struggling to get yourself together, but don't at least show her you're trying to get yourself together. Like, don't be having her being the one to work and you on the couch. And like, put the application today? No. But yo, you should have seen Maury. Like, nah. <laughs> that's not, that's not cool. Because again, like, now you waste your time. Now she got two kids. This kid she already got and, and, and you or whatever like that. So again, just don't waste a woman's time. And um, I think that also goes back to another thing we talked about before, which is like. Hopefully personal responsibility because she can prevent her time from being wasted on her own, right? How can she do that? conscious decision i mean eventually but eventually but no matter and w- when she comes to the revelation to actually leave you've already wasted her time still though so my point is don't waste her time at all 
or whatever. So how is it just the guy's responsibility for wasting her time if she's not she's also wasting her own time by making a conscious decision over and over to stay with the person? The day if if, if the guy is out here cheating and messing around, right, mm-hmm. and wasting her time. And she's deciding, choosing to stay in the moment, yes. Right. Uh-huh. But until she finds out, he's it, wasted her time. Until she finds out, okay, that's fair. Right. So he's wasted her time. Now, if she finds out and then stays, that's a conscious decision. And usually that's what happens. But if she finds out and at that moment she leaves, he still wasted the time before that, before she found out. So my point is, don't waste her time at all. You know, mm-hmm. in the beginning. I mean, it could be a first date. I'm Okay. A girl, a girl I know personally or whatever. A guy took her out on a first date and he, you know, said he liked her, thought she was cool, had a good vibe with her, all this good stuff. The next day said, well, I do want to tell you, I actually still live with my baby mom and she, we're on a lease together, but we kind of broke up, but we might, um, but um, but uh, I still got to go in and out of there. He wasted her time already because why did he take her out and act like he was ready to, you know, kind of, that he liked her and wanted to see was going to be with her when he got a whole situation. Interesting. So there's never been women in these same situations? What do you mean? Elaborate. That that man was in, in your scenario. Where the woman was already, was went out on a date with someone, but had a situation going on? Definitely there's been that way. So it's a two-sided coin. It's not just one way. We waste more time than women do, Josh. I'm sorry to well, tell you. Well, no, we're... We, we carry that as a scapegoat more than women do. Personal responsibility is a massive difference. And that's literally the part of being a man in society. For how long now? We carry it as a scapegoat. The responsibility. So we're, we're made because the scapegoat. Because we're the one doing the action. Even if the one's not doing the action, we're still, we still get hold that emotional <laughs> burden. That's, that's, that's a signifier of being a man in today's society. I, I see where you're coming from, Josh, but we tend to do it more than women, especially when it comes to wasting a person's time. A woman will be more transparent than a man will because we accept the transparency, right? I told you from the beginning, I was an Academy Award winning fucking boyfriend number two, mm-hmm. right? If you told me, cool, no, I mean, it's not my problem or whatever like that, where men are less transparent because women you know, and this this is about the numbers wise, are less likely to accept like that girl who went on a date with that guy, I got a whole baby mom at home or whatever like that. And I can't really see you like I wanted to or whatever this and that. Where a woman would have flip flopped that, if she would have told me that, I'd have been like, Cool, let me know when I can sit. You know what I mean? Like it'd have been different. Not today, but at a certain time in my life or whatever. Conscious decision. Conscious decision. Personal responsibility. I, I agree with that. But he was transparent, but we are less transparent than women are because we're less likely. How to can get we the measure that? I'm just out of curiosity because usually these statistics are coming from women. These testimonies are coming from women. So how can we accurately measure that? I mean, are you transparent? Yes. Are you transparent? It varies, and that's fair. It's finesse over here. Come on, man. What do you think? No, I mean it just varies on the person. I know. I know. Honestly. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Just and that's like fair. Are you people. transparent? Varies. Okay. Because not every girl can handle the truth. I've learned to be transparent over the years. I wasn't always, but I've learned to be transparent based off of seeing transparency 
um, hurt me at certain times, not being transparent. Story I told at the barbershop about my ex and, and my and my kid or whatever. And then I've seen, I just started seeing like people I know, like some of the hoodest dudes or whatever, just be so transparent and women would just not care. Like I'm like, well, you might as well. Yeah, man, I got I got two or three chicks or whatever, but I still want to see you. Okay, like I'm like, damn, I ain't really tore that. No, I mean, but but again, and they'll enter that and say okay, and then months later, now you wasted my time. Maybe Th- that's all I'm saying. Yeah, because that uh, that decision is in the beginning, where the, let's say the actions that are congruent with time wasting, even if it's done on the male part is already accepted by the female in the beginning. In that scenario, yes. And that's usually the scenario. And the scenario usually is friends with benefits, and then she thinks she can turn it into something else. We're back to this again, Tony. Listen, man. (laughs) She don't think she can turn it into something. You turn it into something else and whatnot. Conscious decision. Uh Uh-huh. Again, if you're transparent. But, okay, what would you say today in 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 the mental theater chat, right? Actions versus words. Mm-hmm. Right? So the actions are congruent with the words. Are they, though? Usually they are. No, they're not. We, 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 me and Tony had a whole debate about this, remember? He feels like, and it may just be him, and you can you can attest to this too, right? So he feels like if you tell a girl up front, I want to be friends with benefits, I don't want a relationship or whatever like that, mm-hmm. but sometimes you just want some female companionships. You invite her over to eat. You take her out to eat sometimes. You you go to a movie with her, walk the mall with her sometimes, whatever like that. But then she later comes back and say, well, we doing all this. Like, you know, I thought we were just going to be sleeping together, whatever like that. Like, making me feel like I'm your girl. Mm-hmm. Then I said to him, well, that's your fault because you're making her feel like that's your girl. That's what she said to you. He feels like, nah, because I told her up front that I was transparent or whatever. But your actions are not congruent with your words. Right. But for me personally, I don't do any of that. that that's a waste of my time. I, 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 I agree. So what do you think? If you had a girlfriend with benefits, do you want to hang out with her too? Or do you think that could give uh, false hope or false uh, freedom? Uh, I mean, I guess with me, it just it varies on the person. You know, I feel like if the person can handle it, then yeah. If I feel like they can't handle all that and it's just like killing them, then I, I myself, I myself, would separate from that person because I, I don't want to deal with the backlash and you know the emotions and right. all that. I don't want to deal with that. But if I feel like you can handle it, but would you be surprised? Either way, either way, if they came out and said, mm-hmm. "Yo, we spent a lot of time together," like. I know we talked about in the beginning when friends with benefits, but <laughs> that, that, I, I, I'm sorry, I wouldn't that tickles me, bro. Like what? Uh, no, I wouldn't be surprised. Right, you won't be surprised because you're putting so much time in there and stuff like that. Again, how much time is required to fall in love, Miguel? I don't think there's, there's not a time frame. On I, that. I this is my point. Yeah, but I'm not saying <laughs> fall in love. I'm saying. Like, make the girl make feel a, like a relationship. Yeah, which because, is the same thing for a girl. I mean, come on. Because you're doing relationship things, you just want to just oh whatever. I don't want whispering. Just want to fuck, just fuck. Like don't. <laughs> like, like, I eat two this savage ways. <laughs> <laughs> like, <I'm> just, <laughs> Maybe this is why Kamisha feels the way she does. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> Josh doesn't use any profanity on here. I mean, but it's new. But that, that okay. Let's go back to that. But that's the whole right. Uh, dichotomy of Kamisha and Jazz, right? Because remember, Jazz said we got to liven it up and be more savage or whatever. Thank that, you. Right in the beginning, you was there. Yes, I was. I, I was there. I'm, I'm trying to help. The, I'm trying to, you know, 
help the people out. That's all. This right. dude is requesting. And Roy said we was dry at one point and all this other nonsense or whatever. So it's like, you know, we got to do what we got to do. But um, no, uh, to that, I, Josh, you always trying to place the blame back on a woman, man. But we no, gotta I'm take- saying it's equal. It's equal blame. That's why I said personal responsibility. That's a massive difference. So if you cut him Because you're not house, having any blame on the female. That's that's the reality. Personal responsibility. Both parties are responsible. I think she's responsible at some point for not leaving, but you're still committing the act to her. If you robbed my house but I didn't lock my door, it's not equal responsibility. You didn't have to cut my house. Right, but as you alluded to earlier in the segment, in a generation of delusional women, clearly their perspective can be delusional without them Knowing it, hence my favorite term ever, cognitive dissonance. And they're still going to have that vantage point of the victim regardless. It's a it's a bit habit by now. Right. So you feel like that. I'm just saying it's not being represented in how you're concluding the statement. That's all. Because it's, it's more balanced in terms of responsibility. That's all. If, if, the, if the guy is transparent or he gets caught. And she decides to stay, then yes, she's equally responsible for staying in that situation. And vice versa, if she's doing the same thing and the dude right. chooses to stay. If the guy is with the girl for many years and doesn't propose or marry her, but she still stays, then yes, she holds equal responsibility. And I often ask myself in situations, why are you still there, bitch? Like, I don't understand or whatever. So I, I get that as well. However, in other situations, and I do feel like, like I said, they are more transparent than us only because we are more acceptance of their situations than they are of ours and whatnot. Um, and it's only because um, the male and female uh, difference, right? They're more supposed to be lowest lane, damsel in distress, right, in certain aspects. Or I can feel the feminist blood boil me go. I'm just saying, no, 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 because it's like, all right, if a chick has a small struggle, we 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 have the hero gene. A lot of men, I'm saying. Captain that. save. Captain save someone or whatever. <laughs> really? You going to clean it up now? <laughs> Very clever. So, so, we, we, so we have the hero gene. So if a chick is like, yo, um, my job messed up my check and I can't buy this and that, whatever, snap, how much you need. And we feel good about that because it's a hero gene or whatever like that. But if a dude has that same aspect or whatever, obviously yeah, you want your woman to help you or, or a woman to help you, but we feel like our pride is there. And then we want, and then the woman is looking like, yeah, I had to help him because his job messed up his check or whatever like that. It, it's looked down upon. Ah, uh, a. Good old fashioned double standard. I, I agree with that, but as is the blame. There are lots of double standards in this world, Josh, between men and women. And the majority of them are where? But <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with all of them, but I didn't make the rules. They are what the hell they are, right? Just same way we win, right? Because we can have way more sexual partners and be okay with it where women can't. Right, so in that aspect, that's a double standard. But we went on a double standard. I do, we, I do think that's a bit of a myth. I think it depends. It really does um, depend, yeah. Because um, I had a conversation like with one of my good Brazilian friends, right, and she was asking my advice on dating, like guys, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, she was telling me how, you know, in Brazil, sex is like 
a thing. Like that's what people look for and that's what they enjoy. Yeah. But it's like a regular conversation. But she was worried about like if I have this conversation with an American male, I feel like they're looking at me like I'm a whore, which is not the case. It's just that's something that's part of my culture and it's something that I enjoy and that's just it's, we don't look at it as what a typical American would if I talk of, of a woman per se comes up and says this that and the third most men are gonna look at it like oh she's easy or I'm just gonna do whatever take right. it and then leave where she's talking as if like this is my culture whatever I'm liking you whatever and I'm just like what do you like and all that and she's like trying to get to know you but here <laughs> they're gonna look like oh okay well, yeah, it depends culturally, obviously, but here right. it's looked down upon if a woman has a certain amount of partners where guys, I don't even know what the number is. We can watch him have 20,000 people. Nobody cares. And it's like looked that. down upon by whom? By who? Men or women more? Uh, Both, really. Both, but who more? I don't know who more, bro. It's definitely it's, women more. I don't know, man. I was in a barbershop before. And I've heard a conversation where, like, we had the same conversation. And I think even Nas was like, if the number was, like, more than, like, double digits, he ain't messing with her or something like that or whatever. Or, like, um, uh, uh, other people saying that. And, and the Jazz got the story where the guy was engaged to the girl and then found out her number and he broke off the engagement. Like, we are savage when it comes to that stuff. Where a woman, if you told a woman today, yeah, I've been 25 chicks in my life. She's like, all right, cool. You tell a guy that, he's like, 25? The fuck? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'm telling you. Like, it's a whole different thing. I mean, it's crazy because that number that they give you, even if it's below 10, it's a possibility that if you uh, multiply it by three. Right, right. Power of three, yeah. I mean, come on. <coughs> I agree. You know, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I don't, I don't ask anymore, and it's not something that should be asked because it just can turn things over. But the reason I don't ask is because of that and, and again it goes back to the double standard that's really not fair you know overall right so everybody double standards is my point or whatever none of them are fair but we don't make the rules and in i this mean you kind of do you either accept them or you don't okay but in this in this aspect the double standard you're alluding to is that we're looked at i guess as we have more issues or baggage and stuff like that than women do and we should be able to accept it, I guess, you're saying? Nah, de women definitely have more baggage. Okay. I mean, if we're if we're in the generation of the single mother. Okay, gotcha. That's you. statistically accurate. Right. But you think that we also put up with crap to get to love the same way women do? Both parties definitely do. And both parties, if they accept it, if, if, if they choose to accept this mission, that's your personal responsibility, Ethan. Right? <laughs> you're your personal responsibility. I'm going to go back to, to what I said. I just think that – I do agree we don't put up with, with crap if we choose, you know, to accept Because I know as a guy, anecdotally, putting up with a lot of crap if she's a woman of exceptional beauty and especially if she's amazing with coitus. I mean, think about how much you would put up with for that. This is true. This is definitely true. I mean – I've seen it happen, you know, over. Only seen it happen uh, vicariously. I've, 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 I've. <laughs> <A> DVD, <laughs> I'm, I'm, this, this is story time with Banks Day, so I didn't want to do anything like that. But, um, but no, no, I, 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 I get your point. I, like I said, man, nobody should waste anyone's time. I guess was my 
entire point. Because I did start off with that. Nobody Especially their own. And that's just my point. I agree with that, Josh. But, again, you can waste someone's time and they don't know you're wasting their time. And once they find out, now they got to do what they got to do. But you could have been wasting their time well before that. Because people are, listen, I, just, I told you the story at the barbershop. I had a whole kid and was dating a girl for years, and she didn't even know about it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it can happen or whatever. It's enough. That's another story for another day. Um, however, um, so anyway, yeah, that, that's our dating. Uh, that's all we really got for you guys this week. We got the behind the scenes. Let us know what you think about us changing the name and the possibility of the names. Keep listening on Podbean and also uh, Spotify and iHeart and all the other places you listen to. Um, also, before I let the guys go, I, w- I want us to come up with some ideas, John Josh, for some different types of stuff we can do on the show um, besides our standard um, dating and, um, and, uh, and different pop- topics. Different topics, but also different types of things we can do. Like, um, like, uh, I want to say, um, yeah, it would really help if you had an like, example. Like, I thought I brought this up one time. I think I sent you a picture, right? Where it was like a, a podcast I listened to, and they were talking about four different rap groups, and they were ranking them or saying who was first, best to last, or whatever like that, or different, uh, um, TV shows or movies or, or R&B people or food or restaurants or just different things that we can discuss and what we like about them and, and how we do, how we do them and stuff like that. Just we can kind of mix it up a bit. Or even your favorite childhood video game or, 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 or childhood movie or, 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 or whatever. It just makes for different type of... Oh, you Josh is frowning. Why, you, don't, you don't agree, I think. Maybe these aren't the examples that you were looking for. <laughs> I think I know what I'm talking about, bro. I watch podcasts and podcasts all the time or whatever like that. And these are big things they do. And I told you, going back to the barbershop, we had a whole session, maybe like an hour and a half, just talking about naming the groups, R&B groups from the 90s and which one was our favorite and whatnot. It was like eight of us in there. Again, I agree. But remember, the whole concept was for barbershop content. I put that under barbershop content. It's just we figured out our most popular topics were X, Y, and Z. That's why we stuck to the, you know. Yeah, we can still stick to that, but every now and then we throw a curveball is what I'm saying. But, right. again, you're the one who's pitching, my brother. But I got to make sure you guys are okay. Yo, first. really? Yes, I'm a very a person who likes to keep people involved. I'm not making decisions. I voice my opinions. As <laughs> Really? Yes. Make sure everyone's involved in our decision making. Right. But we make our decisions and sharing content in the group. Right. So I was just asking why it couldn't be shared within the group. Well, I think this was a good personal conversation we need to have. But nevertheless, moving forward, sharing the group and stuff like that. And John... Once again, you know, by next week, if you can have some <laughs> pop culture stuff you want to talk about or whatever, we can um, we can do that and stuff like that. And um, and that's it. You know, we'll we'll uh, see you guys again. We'll do a mental theater this week and uh, look for a big mic and little ants in our YouTube channel coming up soon as well. All right. And uh, is there any chance we can get that agenda earlier? 
Well, I didn't do it this week because we had some stuff to talk about. But well, yeah. I know that I'm saying in general. Yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, John, can you give me some pop culture stuff earlier too? But yeah, definitely. That's all. And then I guess. And why don't you start? I mean, you do it now, but if you can put some of the stuff you want to talk about, you know, uh, the uplifting stories and stuff like that or whatever. Well, I, I just send them as I find them. I know. You all do that, but you don't put it in a format and whatnot. The so. format is that we send it during the time period before the next show. <laughs> That's lazy, bro. I think the laziness is coming from someone else's end. The person who writes up the format? That makes no sense. What do you mean? We're giving you the topics. All you got to do is pick which one. But which one do you like most? If you send me seven <laughs> things, how do I know which one you really want to talk about? But or you, sir, are the host. You have the pulse on the community. All right. How many people are you talking to about the show? Me? Oh, my God. Yeah. And you and you wonder why we're giving you space to make that decision. <laughs> for my opinion. But, yes, okay. Um, we'll, we'll have some more stuff for you next week, hopefully under a new name. But we'll, we'll, no. we'll go with that. I thought it was just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Mike slides things in. John I made electric slide over here. Well, look, oh, John agreed. Man. So if it wasn't vote, we're kind of got a majority right now, right? So I think I think it's you know it is what it is or whatever. Even I still talk to Jazz about it, but still. I mean, obviously, I just don't want to offend Jazz or yeah. Kamisha. That's all. Yeah, we'll talk to him or whatnot. But. I talked to them both. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you think. It kind of was a little off-kilter, but still a lot of fun. So we'll uh, see you guys next week. It's time. Some people do, but that shit do hit home.